Well, we are here at the Snake Pit in uh, Sigourney, Iowa, as Albernet is about to take on Sigourney. We're here with uh, the coach at Albernet. Could you introduce yourself? Yeah, Ryan Stensland. Uh, nice to meet you, coach. Yeah, Tell me you. a little bit how the season's going for you. Um, right now, we're seven and eight. Um, we've uh, we've been competitive in most of our games here this year. Uh, we're learning quite a bit. We've got a young group of guys and experienced guys, but we're growing. We're seeing growth out of them every day, and uh, we're, we're trying to get the guys to be competitive every pitch. And uh, for the most part, we're starting to do that. And so we're hoping here as we get into the second half of the season, uh, we'll continue to see some growth as we build up for districts. Well, I want to ask you a little bit about your pitching and yeah. particularly about who's going to start tonight and then yeah. go on with the whole staff and who might be coming in later. Yeah, uh, we're going to start tonight with Aiden McGraw. He's our left-hander. Uh, he's a junior. Um, he'll start on the mound for us, um, and then probably we'll end up bringing in kind of a mix of guys. We've got Braden Smith, our shortstop. Uh, we got a couple eighth graders that might see a little bit of time tonight, and then we've got uh, uh, possibly a Lincoln or Isaac Stenzel might come in if we have to in relief as well. We also have uh, Xander Obert, who's one of our relief guys. So we feel pretty good tonight about where we are pitching-wise, uh, that we've got some arms. Uh, the downside of that is we've still got uh, – We've still got three games yet this yeah, week. My next question so, yeah. is how many games you got this yeah. week, and, and yeah. is there anybody that you have on the staff that's not available tonight? Yeah, we've got uh, – well, last night we uh, used um, uh, Carson Rose and Cooper Foster. So uh, they, they pitched against Springville, and so they're not available. Uh, Braden Smith will be on a pitch count. Uh, he pitched a little bit last night. Those are our top three guys. So, um, like I said, uh, those were two conference games last night, so we felt like we had to go get those. And we did, um, but now you know tonight we're going to come in and uh, we've got a total of five games this week uh, with a mix of some good uh, non-conference uh, games, and uh, so we're going to have to just kind of manage our pitching staff tonight. Okay, and make well, sure we're not this is one of these dry. nights you're going to have to try and get through. Uh, yeah. Well, let, let me ask you uh, about the defense. We'll get to sure. the hitting, but sure. well, we're just talking just defense around here. And I want to start with the catcher. You know. Yep. What do you got back there? Because yep. that's going to really help your – if you got a good one, it'll help your pitching staff a lot. Yeah, uh, we got Rylan Rosick. Um, he's a sophomore for us. Uh, he caught for us last year as a freshman. Um, good good defensive catcher. He throws right, bats left. Um, he's actually coming back from an injury. Uh, we had, he had an injury in practice uh, where he uh, actually fractured a uh, bone in his nose hmm. uh, and his orbital orbital eye, if you call it that. Or I'm, I'm not a doctor there, but that's what I think it was called. Uh, he had a slight fracture in that. It was a kind of a freak accident in practice. A ball bunked up and hit him. Um, so he's been back. And then we've also got Braden Bush, who's our backup catcher, who filled in nicely for us uh, while he was on the injured list. So. All right, well, tell me about your first baseman and your third baseman, uh, the, the corner infielders. Okay. Well, we got a kind of a different mix of guys. Uh, we're going to go with a senior tonight, Nash Hamilton. Um, he's been putting the bat on the ball a little bit. Um, he's our lone senior. So we're going to get him a start tonight. And then our third baseman, that will actually be our – First baseman, who, who's normally our first baseman, uh, Hunter Sauer, and he's a freshman. And so uh, Hunter's been doing a good job over there. Last year as an eighth grader, he played for us um, at uh, third base, and then we moved him over to first base this year. And so now tonight he's going to go back to third. So, Well, let's talk about that uh, double play combination, your middle infielder, shortstop, second baseman. Yep. Uh, we're going to roll with uh, Cooper Foster tonight and uh, Braden Smith. Uh, Smith's a junior. Um, he's played there now for us for a couple years. And then uh, Cooper Foster, who was our pitcher last night, uh, he's going to slide over to second base. And so uh, we just need to make sure our infield's being competitive. 
knocking the ball down, uh, making the plays, uh, making the routine plays routine. And if we do that, I think we feel pretty good about our chances. All right, well, as I go around the league and I watch the defensive end of it, it seems to be the outfield yep. defense that decides more games than anything else out here. Uh, you need an outfitter with range. You need an outfitter with good instinct. You might need an outfitter, too, with a good arm. What do you got in the outfield? Yeah, we've got, uh, I feel like in our conference, I feel like we've got one of the best center fielders. Um, in the conference and uh, Carson Rose. Well, that's uh, a good start. Yeah, that's a good start. <laughs> we, you know, we like to have a strong middle, uh, all the way from the catcher to the center fielder, and so yeah. we feel pretty good about him. He's got great range. Uh, maybe not the, the strongest of arms, but uh, really good instinct on where uh, where to go, and then uh, gets a good read on balls. And then we've got uh, Peyton Baker in the outfield tonight. Um, we'll have two other guys that might see a little bit of time: uh, Logan Borat, who and uh, and uh, Xander Obert. Both those guys read the ball really well as, as well. And then in right field, we've got uh, Isaac Stenzlin. He'll be he'll be our right fielder. Well, well, let's just go through the lineup. Okay. Uh, we're going to lead off. Actually, I got it right here. We're going to lead off with uh, Braden Smith. And from there, we'll go with Carson Rose. So we've got a little bit of speed at the top of the order. And then we get into the heart of the order. We've got uh, Isaac Stenzlin. Uh, we go Isaac. Uh, we go three lefties in a row. We go Isaac, Rosick, and then Lincoln Stenzlin, who will be our DH tonight for our pitcher, Aiden McGraw. And then uh, from there, we'll go to Hunter Sauer, the freshman. Uh, and then we'll roll with uh, Baker, um, who's playing out in left field, as we talked about earlier. And then uh, Nash Hamilton over there at first. And then we'll, uh, our nine hitter will be uh, Cooper Foster tonight. Okay. Well, uh, what do you know about the Sigourney Savages? Uh, the well-coached team. they got a good tradition here. Uh, I think Lee, uh, Coach Crawford is is one of the, the best coaches down here in this part of the state and, and maybe in the state of Iowa. So he's always got his guys uh, fundamentally ready to play ball, and we know it's going to be a huge challenge for us tonight. Uh, we just want to try to stay competitive with them for seven innings and uh, and uh be there at the end and, and hopefully the ball rolls our way and we'll be okay. Okay, well thanks for being with yes, us. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it very much. Well the Packwood Locker of Packwood Iowa presents the pregame show. We have a treat for our listeners. We have Colton Clarehan, fresh back from the national championship game of the Junior College World Series. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So uh, uh what was the experience like going down there with the Southeast Iowa Blackhawks and, and getting to the championship game? Well, we get down there, and right away we're greeted by our host families, I should say, which is like a few baseball teams that are like little kids' baseball teams that are down there. And I mean, it was a really cool experience. All those kids clapping, you know, it's kind of a big deal. You know, they, they took care of us all week and having places where we can practice. And we get into our hotel rooms, and we've got snacks laid out. We've got water, Gatorade. I mean, their support, they were always right beside our dugout at all the games. And I mean, it's pretty cool experience and for people to care that much about us when we're down there and just it was like having a bunch of parents with you so it's pretty nice and they were able to and you got to pitch in this both the semi-finals and the finals too huh? in the championship game yep yeah you pitch yep. in there so what what kind of level of hitters were you talking about facing at that point well there's a lot of good hitters well there's plenty of d1 commits and kids that are going to keep on playing and there's actually one kid that was gonna th that was could get drafted so you know, it was, I mean, hitters were all good down there, you know, you, the best of the best. And, I mean, it's it's no different no different challenge. So, you know, just go out and attack and play the game. So, Well, uh, what's next? I understand you're in some kind of a prospect league in Des Moines. Yep, yep. It's a, they call it the Mink League. It's a prospect league up in up in Des Moines. I think we play it like 
playing Joplin, Chillicothe, Sedalia, um, Carroll we play up there and you know it's just it'll be good to see some guys. I know there's plenty of kids that are from our conference, the ICCAC, so you know just kind of people that you've seen throughout the year and just new kids to play with. All right, well, uh, if you can do me a favor, why don't you go over uh, the starting line for Sigourney and give me a little impression of, of what you, you like about these guys and what kind of uh, 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 competition they're going to find from Alburnett. Well, I, I, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Alburnett, but, you know, in the years past, they've been really good programs. But, no, you last night was a little tough hitting, but as I look down through, you know, maybe I don't – hopefully they have a better hitting performance tonight. Um not really, I don't really have a whole lot down through them, but, you know, besides my brothers, and you have Ty leading off, I mean, you got Jake at third, you have Max in right, Reed is in left, Bruns covering the outfield and center field, and Yates is at first, McKay's at short, and Clark's at second, and hopefully, hopefully have a good night in the field and hopefully at the plate. Well, I think your brother schedules a pitch here. Uh, what do you think of his performances this year, and what's he going to have to do tonight to be successful? Well, I think he's just got to change speeds, you know. Uh, maybe he gets a little a little too hittable, you know. I, he throws a lot of strikes, which is hard. I mean, it's it's hard to, for him to throw fastballs right by people. But I think if he changes speeds and he keeps the ball down in the zone, he should get a lot of ground balls and a lot of outs. So. Well, uh, the, the, the balls have been flying off the Sigourney Bass this year. Uh, what do you think the key is to the success on them barreling up the balls? Well, I think the confidence has a lot to do with it. You know, you have to go up to the plate knowing you're going to get a hit. I think that's the biggest thing with those guys. And it doesn't matter who's on the mound. You have to go up there and compete. And I mean, you have to go help your team out, not just you. So I think that's a big thing. All right. Was there anything you want to talk about we didn't get a chance to talk about? Nope. That's it. Thanks All for right. having well, me. Well, thank you for being with us. Well, we're getting ready to start the Clarahan Trucking first inning. And Colton Clarahan is going to sit in with me. Uh, thanks for being with me, Colton. Yep, thank you. Well, here's the lineup for the Albernet Pirates as Braden Smith uh, is going to play shortstop. Carson Rose is in center field. Isaac Stinland, Stinsland, yeah, I think that's the coach's name, uh, playing right field. Rylan, what's that? Rosick? Or Dozick? Rosick, looks like. He's the he's the catcher. Uh, you're the DH next is Lincoln Steinland. And. Uh, the pitcher is Aiden McGraw. He's going to be in DH for Hunter Sauer is uh, the third baseman. Peyton Baker is in left field. Nash uh, Hamilton playing first base. And Cooper Foster will be uh, at second base, and he's going to bat ninth. Uh, what do you think about getting a good fast guy that can make contact at the ninth spot? Well, and hope definitely keeps the inning going, so yeah. you know it's kind of nice to... Maybe if they need a butt here and there, they can. If they're fast enough to beat, they're fast enough to get base hits. That's really nice. Well, Brady Clark fills that role pretty well for the Ziggerty Savages. Uh, yes, he does. As, uh, he bats ninth, but he gets three, four hits. You look at the box scores, and he's uh, lighting things up. Well, Coach Crawford is out there on the mound. We're out there with the umpires looking things over. Uh, you played, uh, you played here, but you didn't play here for Ziggerty. Uh, uh, but what was it like to play here? Uh, they always brought in a really good crowd when we play. You know, Sigourney Kyoto games were definitely really nice. And, it, was uh, a, it was a pack house, that's yeah, for sure. It was, you had plenty of golf carts out in the outfield, and then you had plenty of people wrapped around here. And right as I see this, this is quite funny. There is Their head coach, if I'm not wrong, coached my coached the All-Star Series up in Mason City. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, their coach coached that. I just, what is his name? 
But it's this uh, Stensland. Yes, Stensland. That is funny. I just I just recognized that. He's right? a nice guy. I I yes, him and Lee both coached us. So did they? Yes, so they know each other. Well, he said that. He said that that they knew each other and they went a long ways back. Yeah, that's funny. I just recognized that. Well, uh, uh, look like a bunch of athletes. What do you think of the uniforms of Alvernet? They're pretty sharp looking, aren't they? Yeah, it looks like they kind of got the older style, you know, with like the best looking jerseys, you know, with the shirt underneath and. Well, I, I came in and right away I thought of Kyoto, so I was like, oh, it's like a little purple and yellow stirrups and white. Looks like it's a little weird seeing all white, so I'm not going to lie, but instead of like a base color jersey. Well, let's go over some of the, some of your highlights. Some of the, give me some of your memories from when you played with the, with the Sigourney's Kyoto Savage Cobras and, and when you played the, against Sigourney in basketball and baseball. Well, what is that camaraderie and rivalry combination like? Well, it was definitely, I remember when I was younger, like eighth, ninth grade, they were definitely very competitive games. There's a, I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of chirping and, you know, <laughs> you know, we'd have weights, you know, for football in the summer and, you know, it'd be like, oh, we're gonna beat you. No, we're gonna beat you and other words mixed in there. But, yeah, no, that, I mean, it was, they were always good games. I know, I know my eighth, eighth grade year, I think we went eight innings or right, nine innings, and then, and I think my freshman year, we went 13 or 14, so, you know, I mean, it was always, those games were always so Well, we'll be right back with the start of the game. Well, it's your little brother Chase on the mound tonight. Uh, I haven't got to see him pitch yet. Uh, he's just in eighth grade. How much experience does he have? Well, I think he's got, what, two games under his belt? Two starts. This would be Maybe. his third start. I can't remember. I know he, I know he started the Don Bosco game, and I can't remember what other game he. Well, won. they won the Don Bosco game. That was one of their more impressive wins this year. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks pretty, uh, looks pretty good to me. As uh, I would say, at least average uh, from what I'm seeing in high school. Yeah, he he's got plenty of room to grow. Which you know you don't want to don't want to rush nothing. You know you'll develop you'll develop just fine over over time. Well, when you're when you're a young kid out there, you're going to really lean on your defense, aren't you? Yeah, you're going to have to. No, uh, I'm told that he throws a lot of strikes. Yeah, he does throw a lot of strikes. I think, what, against, uh, gosh, Davis County, I think? Yeah. He threw like 70% strikes. I, mean, I heard it was 77% strikes to yeah, be he precise. Yeah, he got hit around a little bit. But, I mean, it's, I, you can't complain. It's, it's better to give up a hit than a walk. Than to give oh, I'd up rather, a walk. Yeah, I'd rather give a solo homer than a walk to yeah. start out an inning or something like that. Well... I don't want to say that the Empire's old, but his driver license, uh, it says 1800s and something like that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, good toss down a second. He took his driver's license test on a horse and buggy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Albernette's leadoff hitter, Braden Smith, is up. He's a shortstop tonight. Two uh, gorgeous-looking uniforms. Always uh, am captivated by the colors of this ballpark. Here comes the pitch. Strike one, right? Hey, boy, if he can stay in that location all night, he's going to do really well. Well, he doesn't take very long because here comes the pitch again. Another ball in the dirt. A great uh, uh, job catching. Who do we got? Uh, that's Caden, your yep, other Caden's brother. The plate. He's uh, done a great job behind the plate. Uh, he was uh, your catcher for quite a bit, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he caught me for two years. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to the uh, third base line, but it's foul. 
Yeah, he caught me. He would have been an eighth grader and a freshman when he would have caught me the last I've two seen years. The, the catcher call timeout to talk to the pitcher, but you used to call timeout to talk to the catcher when you were brother. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the pitch. Oh, it's a ground ball. The third baseman has it. A great throw over, and it got him. Great play by someone here. That's about as good as it can come. There was a quite a the ball hopped up a lot, uh, uh, but the, the third baseman stayed with it, didn't he? Yeah, it's a great great start to an inning, you know, especially lead, get the leadoff out. You know, you get a little, get one hitter under your belt, and it's a good start to a game. He got just three pitches, and he's got the first guy out, yep, so that, yep. that bodes well for the game. Well, the next batter uh, for the Pirates here is Carson. It's either Rose or Doze. I'm, I'm not sure. Strike right on in there, but uh, my handwriting ain't any better than anybody else's. I can promise you that. Yep, Carson Rose. But strike one on him, and here he comes. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. Now, uh, Curveball I always inside. just feel like if you don't give the batter very much time to set up, that's advantage to the pitcher, isn't it? Yeah, you want to work with a good tempo, especially if you're throwing lots of strikes. You know, just get on the mound. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball. Third baseman has it. Ah, oh, he drops it. And there's the first runner. It's a little bobble of the ball. It doesn't give you enough time to throw it or get anybody out, does it? Well, what about uh, pitch clock rules, or is, is there any different rules in, in junior college? Uh, yeah, there is. We follow the same the same rules that uh, that the MLB follows, except for the pickoffs to first base. We don't have a rule for that, for how many times you can go over. But other than that, you only have 15 seconds when no one's on and 20 seconds with a runner Did on. Did you ever have any trouble with that? I was never called for it. I, I work really fast, so I've, I've never steps had steps off, runner goes back. It's like... No balls of strike. Well, the third hitter, Isaac Stenland, is up. He's a right fielder. They look over. The runner does look like he's going. Here comes the pitch. Runner stays put and a swing and a miss. No balls and a strike. One out. Runner at first base. What about getting ground balls? Uh, 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 you think a, a ground ball could end this inning real quick here? It could. If you get a... Looks like a ground ball near second base, and you can turn it real fast and get out. Strike, of boy! How did that was? That's that location that he was in early to the first batter, staying down low. Well, it's zero and two. Oh, looks like he's staying low in the zone. Huh? My advice for the Pirates is let's not even take any pitches. Is it they're all going to be right down the middle? Here he goes. The runner's going. The ball's in the dirt. So he picked a great pitch to go on. Well, what is your attitude about uh, the runners going and staying? you just want to focus on the hitter, or, or do you try to keep an eye on the guys? Well, you definitely want to keep an eye because you don't want them just running around the bases on you. But, you know, it's kind of something that you have Steps to. Steps off. Definitely something you just have to you just have to keep a clock and, and keep a mental idea. You of have to keep some do. eye on them, but uh, mm -hmm. the, your problem's at the, ba at, at the plate, not on the bases, really. Yeah. As the pitcher. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the catcher and the pitcher are, are out talking to each other. Yeah, it's like if he, I mean, just because he stole second base, there's one out. So if he gets two more ground balls, he's out of it. The runner doesn't score. So it's just kind of those things that. Pop up. We're looking for a ground ball or a pop up or. Strikeout. You never know. Now, a ground ball to the second baseman would be a pretty productive out at this point. You got a left hander up here to do it. I'm told there's a lot of left handers in this lineup. Here's the pitch. Ball in the dirt, but another great save by Caden Clarahan. When Caden uh, uh, pitches, it seems like Ty Shafronic catches. Yep. And then uh, when when Caden uh, runs out of pitches, Shafronic comes in and closes out the game. Well, he's staying uh, pretty in tune with that runner as he keeps stepping off and looking at him. 
but he's got the number three hitter at the plate and he looks to be a dangerous man. Two balls and two strikes, one out. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball to the left side and it's going to be picked up and good he got play. him. Nice good play good by Vinick. I think that's Brady Clark out there at second base. Nice hustle on that. He, he got to it and he fired a shot over there and just snipped the runner. Uh, Stops the run from scoring. It was a good, it was a productive out as the runner went from second to third, but yeah. uh, uh, the game is just about chiseling out uh, until you get three of them, isn't it? Yep. No, well, the cleanup hitter is up, and it's another left-hander. In fact, I'm told there's three in a row in this lineup. So, do the Savages have any left-handers they could bring in to uh, no, I think face the, three left-handed hitters? I think Bruns is the only one only left in the lineup, I believe. I can't remember. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. The catcher, uh, who this is, Ryan, no, Dolk, Dozik? Rosick. 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 Yep. He, uh, he he throws right and bats left. Here comes the pitch. Can you kind of tell how good a hitter is a little bit by just the way he stands there in the plate? Well, how they approach the plate, you know, and how they, and then the swings they take usually can tell you a little bit about if they're, if they're really going up there to hit and really going up, up there confident. Here comes the pitch. Nice. Strike. What a great pitch that was. Okay. Wow. That curveball started out outside and broke back over the plate. That's two balls and a strike, two outs. Left-handed hitting cleanup hitter. The catcher is at the plate. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Now, what about that pitch? That was a really good pitch. Looks like it's on the outer, outer half and looks like he threw it hard enough to get it by him. Yeah. Well, you guys had some really, really good hitters on that team. It seemed like there was a, one guy in particular. Hey, there's a foul ball right over our heads. Some sticks from the trees behind us are crashing down on top of the fans here. Here comes the pitch. So who was the best hitter on the on the Blackhawks this year? Oh, they're... I don't know. There's a lot of them because there's some guys that would hit more home runs, but then there's a lot of guys who had a higher batting average and would always bring in RBIs and bring in singles. But, man, it's – I mean, every single – I was confident, and I had – Here's a pitch, and he's a drive. It's out to left field. He's on there. I can't tell whether it's fair or foul. Looks like a foul ball. We don't have a very good angle on that. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there was a lot, of, a lot of good hitters in that lineup, and I trusted every single one, so it's kind of hard to pick out just one. Well, the Albernet Pirates have – a runner 90 feet away from home. It's three balls and two strikes to the cleanup hitter. Chase Clarehand on the mound. He's looking to get out of this inning with one more pitch here. Here comes the pitch. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of moving around for a ball that seemed like it was over the plate to me. Yeah, it looks like it ran in a little bit. Well, uh, ball four nonetheless, and the runner goes down to first. Little, uh, okay, they're using a, a courtesy runner, which I don't have uh, their reserves here. Well, maybe I do have some. Number six, Brady Merrick or Mark? Brady Mark. Yep. Merrick, he's on the, he's on first base. First and third, the number five hitter in the third uh, lefty in a row. This is the DH, Lincoln Stinland. Stinsland. Here's the pitch. Oh, I tell you, that looked close, too. 
Yeah, kind of like you were saying, there's a lot of lefties in this lineup. I yeah, think there's three or four in a row. Or? Three in a row here. Here comes the pitch. Runner goes. Swing! Oh, little little decoy. Uh, they pretend like they're throwing it down. Try to keep an eye on that third baseman. But nonetheless, two runners on, and any kind of base hits kind of uh, put some runs on the board for the Albernet Pirates because they're looking to get a little start to this game. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Was he trying to overthrow that? What what causes a guy to come in high like that? Uh, I don't know. It looks like he's kind of trying to throw it too hard or try to overthrow it or something. Now, did you have any trouble with left-handers? Or do you prefer left-handers or right-handers? Or, or, or I'm sure you faced quite a few of them in the college game. Well, the only reason I didn't like the only reason I didn't like facing them was because my it felt like you were putting it on a tee for them. Yeah. Other than that, the one reason I did like throwing it to them is because when you threw your changeup, it'd run away from them and they'd swing right through it. So three and one here. Here comes the pitch. Ball four, and the bases are loaded. Okay, Clarehan looked like he was just about to get out of this inning, and a couple back-to-back -back walks. Have loaded the bases, but he did get through that gauntlet of uh, left-handers without going up. Hunter Sawyer, the third baseman, is up, and he's in a good position to get some RBIs. It takes a special guy to get those two-out RBI hits, don't it? Yep, it takes takes a clutch factor that no, not everybody, not everybody has. It. Yep, not everybody has it. Here's the pitch. There you go. Wow, he's right back in the strike zone there. He's done well with the the guys he's got ahead of him. Yep. When he, and that's that's a big key, especially in college, is getting ahead of the, getting on top of those hitters. So here comes the pitch, ground ball. It's in the front. It's, it's gonna foul, go foul. rolling foul. It rolls foul just at the very last second. It was fair, and then it hit that lip, and then it jumped right, jump on, jump foul. There was a baseball player named Lindy Randall, and he would just lay on the ground and blow on the ball, try to push it back. <laughs> Push it foul. Well, he gets another chance at it. As Hunter Sawyer's here, he's got the bases loaded and a really big chance to deliver for his team here in the first inning. Here comes the pitch. Strike right in there, didn't it? Ooh, nope. I Just guess not. Oh, yeah. One two count. Good pitch. Maybe clean off the plate. You know what it was. Here comes the pitch. Ground ball. Shortstop picks it up. He fires it over. And that's that. That's the way you work out of trouble, isn't it? Yep, got out of that inning pretty well. Got another ground ball and no runs on the board. That's a tremendous Pirates. start for the Sigourney Savages. Well, we will be right back with the bottom of the second inning. The second, first, bottom or bottom of the first inning. First thing brought to you by Claire Hand Trucking. Well, the Sigourney Savages are looking to get their bats going as Ty Shafronik, the DH, is... Uh, Coming in to lead this thing off. Uh, once again, their starting pitcher is uh, number 22. Number 22, and that is Aiden McGraw. McGraw. Aiden McGraw. Well, it's our first look at Aiden McGraw tonight. Here's the first pitch. Strike one. That's a pretty good pitch. Yep, right down the middle. I don't know what Stronach's looking for. I think that'd be on the list. Here comes the pitch. It's a foul ball. I like to call him the atomic bionic sophronic. Oh, wow. That's quite the. He's such a good player, he deserves two dang good things. 
Here comes the pitch. Oh, another good pitch. It, it, the catcher drops it. The runner runs down to first. The strike out number one recorded at first base. And the Albernet Pirates are off to a good start. Well, Jake Moore is at the plate. He's the third baseman. Yeah, he played pretty solid there uh, to start the game off with a nice play from third base. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had the first ground ball of the inning and first outs to get this game going. It seems like a lot of times you make a good play in the outfield and you come up the bat in the next inning. Here comes a pitch. And it's a left-hander on the mound. There are left-handers a plenty at Albernet, isn't there? It seems like it. Seems like there's quite a few. <coughs> Here comes the pitch. Looks like a pretty good pitch. So do they have that rule where you got to pitch the three batters when they bring you into the game in college like they do in the pros? What do you mean? Yeah, I think it's on things so like one. You only have to pitch to one before you can get pulled. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a hit. It's a drive to center field. The center fielder backs up. He's camping underneath it and he squeezes it. But that was a pretty good, uh, uh, he got the bat on the ball pretty well there, he did, didn't he? He got a pretty good barrel right there. Yeah. Really good piece of the barrel. And the uh, center fielder did a great job of getting himself in position to catch that ball. So he had to go a long ways for it. So do they have left-handed specialists in your bullpen over there? <laughs> We've only got two. Two guys? That We've only got two. We're, we're still looking for them. Well, Caden Clarahan's at the plate. He's got three home runs this year that I know of. It's a ground ball foul. Nash Smith of uh, North Mahaska uh, trying to catch up with him with two last night, but that's the only two he's got. No, one ball, no balls, one strike, two outs. Caden Clarehan at the plate. Here comes a pitch. Swing and a miss. No balls and two strikes. Caden seems like he likes to look for fastballs. Oh, yeah, he's a big fastball hitter. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. It seems like when he misses, it's always on a changeup or a curveball. Yeah. He's out ahead of it all the time. Yeah, he, especially this kid doesn't throw crazy hard, but he he still throws it in there, and I think he just gets early on Here's everything. the pitch. All upstairs, two balls and two strikes. Well, there's two balls, two strikes, and two outs as Caden Clarahan has worked it from 0-2 to 2-2. He's in the sign. He steps off the mound a little bit there. He's seemed like he's kind of concerned with uh, this batter at this present time. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, and that's all she wrote for the first inning. First inning is brought to you by Clarahan Trucking. Uh, I want to thank the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, for presenting all of high school baseball on the Round Guy Radio. Well, the Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, presents the second inning. Here comes the pitch. Well, the batter for Albernette is uh, Peyton Baker. He's the left fielder. And the bottom three of the order is up, seven, eight, and nine. Strike. Well, he's not messing around this inning, is he? Ooh, no, he called it out. Strike two. Oh, he did, oh, he did call a strike? Okay. Yeah. I didn't see his arm. Was. There's a drive to right field. Right. Oh, he squeezes it. What a great job out there for Max. Uh, Max Phillips. Max Phillips. Boy, he's having a great season. He's a leader in every way. 
uh, he got a good read on that ball. He had to move quite a bit in and to his uh, right to get it, but he did get it. And another left-handed batter comes up up here. 29, uh, this is Nash Hamilton. He's the first baseman. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. They got lefties at plenty over there. Here comes the pitch. One ball, one strike, one out. Top of the second inning. Swing and a miss. Boy, the glove was uh, popping in there. Yeah, Seems like he's throwing a little harder than he was in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Colton Clarehan's my guest today. Ball outside. So you got any baseball cards of yourself yet? No. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. That was a nice, easy. Now, he expanded the strike zone a little bit, and the guy chased it, uh, out there. Is is that a pretty good technique when you're up ahead in the strike zone, or you just keep coming after? Oh, looks like o two or looks like it was 2-2, I believe. So, get him to try to chase something. You know, maybe he was looking for a good one down the middle, and maybe it confused him. Or... Here comes the pitch. Upstairs. No balls in a strike. This is this is the number uh, nine hitter, and it's Cooper Foster. He's the second baseman. Here's the pitch. Ball in the dirt. Well, if he can get this guy out, they'll start off with the top of the order. Oh, we're not videoing. <laughs> There's the ball inside. Three balls and no strikes. That was pretty close. Here's the pitch. Three and no when he walks him. There's two outs, and the top of the order is up. And it's the shortstop, uh, Braden Smith. He had a smash down the third base line at the that uh, the third baseman Jake Moore handled it flawlessly and got it over. Runner at first base. Well, the Albernet Pirates are looking to get something going with two outs here. The throw over almost has him, but he's back. A lot of people sitting in the outfield there. There's a lot of great places to see this game. Albernet Pirates really brought a lot of people. It's very impressive. Here's the pitch. Ball. Well, that was another close one. Yeah, they brought a bigger crowd than Linville did last night. That kind of, kind of surprised me. You got these certain schools that really, I mean, that's why they're successful is because of all the support that they have. Yeah, that was, yeah, they. I think, I believe they have a farther drive. I can't remember how, how far it is to Linville or not, but. Looks like they brought a little more people. Linville, Sully, and Kilduff. They are big listeners of Round Guy Radio. Here comes the pitch. Runner goes. There's a throw down, and it's just a little bit high. But it was a good throw nonetheless. They got a pretty good jump on that one. Yeah. Looks like... 
Looks like he kept moving over there and he kept anticipating and could have picked him off. He was he was he was out there quite a ways. You know what I did when I was pitching and I was right-handed. I never looked at the at the runner ever. I look at the third baseman, and if the guy was leading off too much, he'd raise his glove hand, and then I'd throw over. You know, because I wanted him to think I wasn't looking or paying no attention to him. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Third baseman flies over. He doesn't get it. Here comes the first run across the plate. And that stolen base pays off as a nice, clean single down the line. And that was, and here, uh, that was Braden Smith with the RBI to start the game off for the first run for the Pirates as the Pirates draw the first blood in this game. Carson uh, Rose, we're going to call him. Until somebody comes it's, over and punches me. <laughs> yeah, it's Carson Rose. Yeah, you're all good. <laughs> Here comes a pitch. Strike one. Well, a pitcher's just got to uh, uh, just forget about things. Got to have the shortest memory of anybody on the team, don't they? Yep. You just have to battle that next guy. Yep, yes. We have something we preach is the next pitch mentality. Here comes the pitch. Runner's taking off. He squares the butt and pulls back. Pitch is outside. The runner gets to, down there without a throw. But it gets a strike out of it. No balls and a strike. There's already two outs. Caden has uh, both innings, got two outs very quickly, and then worked himself into a jam. Or Kate, I mean. There's a swing. It's a pop-up. The first baseman, Solon Yates, is underneath it. And he squeezes it. You know, that, to me, is what Sigourney does best. They just do the routine stuff. Mm-hmm. They just catch the pop-ups they're supposed to catch. They get to the fly balls they should. They field the ground balls that they're supposed to. They don't have to do anything super flashy, nope. but they just have to make all those regular plays. That's not a bad, that's not even a bad inning right there. I mean, it's, I mean, you give up one run, you know it's tough, but you know it's better. You rather give up one than you would four or five. You don't want to have a big inning, you know that eventually haunts you later in the game. So you just got to get the bats going. Well, uh, the Sigourney Savages will be coming for their half of the second inning as the Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, presents the second inning of this baseball game. And we thank them for their support. Well, here we are at the bottom of the second inning. Once again, brought to you by Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. They support all the high school sports that we provide. Couldn't do it without Corwin. Corwin's the uh, he's a trailer salesman of the year again this year. Well, the pitcher and the catcher have a little talk about it, but Max Phillips is up, and he has had a great year. He's uh, uh, he's the kind of guy that's been giving them two out hits that they need to drive in runs. But he's leading this inning off. He's a cleanup hitter. Here comes the pitch. It'd be nice to see a big hit start the inning off. You know, little, get that run back. Little little low. His uh, he's a tall kid, so uh, a low. The pitch out of the strike zone is not the same for everybody. And another one, he's coming in low on him. He's wanting him to golf one out there. Now, you like to take the ball to right field. That seemed to be your yeah. forte. Where did that philosophy well, get drilled Well, just into a lot it? of pitchers to throw away from me, and that's the only place you can really take it. So. Here's the pitch. Brown ball between the second baseman and the third bear. The third baseman and the second shortstop. And there we go. There, That's exactly what you're looking for. I think he made a really good approach for this pitcher, didn't he? Yep. 
we got a ball inside and he just don't need to do too much with it and just squeeze it through and got got it into left field. Well, Reed Mullinax is at the plate. Uh, he launched one uh, to break up a tie game uh, against Kyoto earlier in the game I saw. Swing and a drive! Foul ball just missed. So what's what's the uh, secret for Reed? He seems to really have, from the earlier in the year, really raised the level of play quite, quite a bit. Oh, just, I don't I don't know if it's just go up there and, you know, just, just give it your best hacks and... You know, just swing really hard. <laughs> to be yep. honest, the ball will go somewhere. Like you said, he hit one out against Kyoto. Here comes the pitch. Left-handed pitchers, left-handed hitters are plenty on this here Albernet Pirates. Well, let's strike uh, two as he got that one by him. He's a little ahead on that swing. Max looks like he might be ready to steal. Nope. Ball upstairs. They were kind of thinking he was, too. Who's, this kid's a big, strong-looking catcher here. I'm kind of liking his frame. Well, one ball and two strikes. Runner at first base. Nobody out. Here comes the pitch. Oh, curveball. He does have a pretty good curveball. Uh, it kind of locks these guys up. Well, uh, Sigourney's left-handed uh, uh, batter is at the plate in the form of tons of fun Isaac Bruns. He uh, uh, man center field for the Savages. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Max is getting a pretty big lead for a guy that doesn't seem to be making any moves towards second base. Yeah, it looks like he's got a pretty big lead over there. It's hard to get that lead off that left-hander, though, isn't it? Here comes the pitch. Oh, he's he's running now. There's a throw down, Fake and, it's, and it gets by, and well, it did look like Max had the uh, uh, larceny on his mind. Yeah, he and he saw the right pitch that he wanted, and he and he took it. And there it is. Runs taking that pitch to get him to second base. Well, one ball and one strike, and one out, but the runners in second base, and all Isaac Brun's going to have to do is hit a hit a pull the ball to the to the right side here. Ball upstairs, two balls and a strike. No, it's I always found it to be very easy to steal third base off of the left-handed pitcher. You can get those huge leads. Plus, if the if there's nobody over there, and if they play over there, then you're pulling them out of their defense. Strike. It can be real. It can be a lot easier when there's a right-hander in the box because then the catcher has to throw, try to yeah, throw around. Yeah, much, it. much, yeah, much better when that because it, it it's another obstacle for them. Yeah. Well, here comes the. Uh, it's two balls and two strikes. One out. Runner at second base. Tons of fun bruns at the plate. Here comes a pitch. Ball upstairs. Well, the lights are on. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. And that's ball four. And the Sigourney Savages suddenly have something cooking. Well, uh, Yates is up. Stolen Yates. Uh, this kid is an unbelievably good athlete. Uh, good golfer. Good basketball player. 
Uh, this is my first time seeing him bat, though. Have you seen him bat this year? I I have not. I want me to be honest. He's usually been DH for. But uh, the ref, the umpires out there, are scurrying the catcher back. He said, "You guys have talked about it long enough. Let's get her down." What if John Travolta will be that graceful when he's 106 years old like this guy? <laughs> Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. What a great play, boy. Did you have a catcher you could trust to throw the ball in the dirt and he could block it? Yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody who caught me. You know, Caden caught me. I always trusted him to block everything, and especially down in down playing college baseball. You know, they got catchers that are really good who can block anything. Left-handed pitcher, right-handed batter, Solon Yates at the plate. One ball, no three. And he drives it. The shortstop's having trouble picking it up. He's going to throw over to third. And he gets it. Oh, come on. He didn't know what to do. But Max, uh, it looked, Phillips, like he, it looked like he was out over there. I thought he was out too. It was a great, you know, uh, sometimes when you're fielding a ball and you bobble it, you just got to stay with it. Yeah, and, that's what I, yeah, that's what he did here. And that was actually a smart play, you know, to throw it to. And he got the lead runner there. To throw it to third base like that. That was actually really smart. Well, Cole McKay is the batter. He's playing shortstop tonight. Now, he's a freshman, isn't he? Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't even know. Well, he's an, another one of these young kids, you know. it's a, Every year I think, oh, gosh, these uh, seniors like you are gone. And, you know, they're just never going to be able to replace it. But the beat seems to be able to keep on going. Ball upstairs. Now, uh, let's talk about hitting. You know, uh, at this point of the year, you know, let's say you played 15, 20 games, you got 30, 40, 50 at bats. You're really starting to become comfortable at the plate at that point, aren't you? Yeah, you got to you gotta have a good approach by then. And Ball in the dirt, and it gets away, and the runners move up. Two balls and a strike, and the tying run is 90 feet away. Like you say, I see uh, a base hit here bringing two runs. Yeah, uh, a, a base hit would change the complex of this game immediately, wouldn't it? Yeah, it looks like Solon's on second. He should be able to get around. and He's got ball. the long legs. Yeah. Well, uh, he came in and smacked the ball. He barreled it up pretty well in his first uh, at bat that I've seen him. So here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. What was weird was they could have never thrown him out of first base. You know, yeah. So they took the short throw to third, uh, and that makes it a fielder's choice. But it seemed like a base hit. Well, three balls and no strikes, and Cole McKay might be loading his bases up. Strike one. Now, what's your attitude about a three and no pitch when you're um, at the plate? Personally, if the pitcher's really struggling, you know, and you have to pay attention throughout the game. If he's struggling to throw strikes, you know, you kind of, you can't, you don't want to help him out and pop up or get yourself out. So, here's the pitch. Ball four, and there it is, See, like, and Brady Clark comes to the plate. Yep, that's a great example there of, you know, he hadn't been throwing a whole lot of strikes, and a good reason not to swing 3-0. When... Not me, I swing like hell every time, 3-0. <laughs> I, I, said, I, I said, this kid's probably only going to throw me one good pitch today, and this is going to be it. <laughs> and if he's having trouble pitching, you see that, you see that a lot in college, 3 must, swings. Yeah, oh, you see I said, he'll probably throw one in the fourth or fifth or sixth pitch, too. Here comes one. Strike! Boy, that ball had a lot of drop to it. Uh, how important is ball movement 
to the pitcher. Uh, it, it helps it, you a lot at miss, if your ball can miss barrels. and Yeah, it's not about missing the bat. It's just about not letting them hit it to the right spot there. Here comes a pitch, and it's a pop, and it's going to go out of play. Right behind us. No balls and two strikes, but Brady Clark is up here battling. Brady Clark at the plate. He's looking to be the hero. Here comes a pitch. Foul ball. Looks like it's very early. So what about, what is it? A pitcher gets out here, and he's struggling. Maybe gets out of the inning without anything. But what does that do? What kind of a toll does that take on his whole game as he has to throw a lot of pitches and work real hard? Well, he'll have to throw a lot of pitches, but in the obviously near the end of the game, it'll be really huge to get out of a get out of a jam like he is here. Even though I'm biased here, I would really like to see about three, maybe four runs go up on the board, but no, it'll, it'll help It'll help their team out, you know, in the long run. Brady Clark looks for the pitch, and it's way upstairs. I could see you uh, throwing something to see a guy chase, but uh, he'd need a ladder to get to that one. Well, this left-handed pitcher for Albert really has uh, limited the damage. You could get out of this with no damage at all if he can get something. Hey, it's a hit. It's a pop-up. The center fielder and the shortstop are kind of combating for it, but the shortstop gets it. Well, it, he uh, popped it up, and that's that. And all that Sigourney has to show for that is a lot of pitches, maybe 30 or 40 uh, that inning. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit there. I'm not going to lie. What did he – he got a walk at the end, so there's five pitches. Uh, I'm trying to work my way backwards. I can't remember. I think there was a few, like, six or seven pitch at-bats. That's kind of tough. Kind of tough on your pitch count, especially – well, that ending kind of hinged yeah. on that play from the shortstop throwing the, the lead runner out. Otherwise, it would have wouldn't been able to push one across. But mm -hmm. it's still one to nothing <laughs> as Kate Clarahan will be up here as we wrap up the Henshaw Trailer Sales second inning. Well, we're here in the third inning. Uh, third inning brought to you by R&B Brakes. They're a sports cards company. The, they, they open expensive packs of baseball cards and people buy in on them. They pulled a... Uh, Two weeks in a row, they pulled $2,000 cards. There's a swing and a miss. Check out the R&B Breaks Facebook page. Well, the left-handers just keep coming as the uh, as the number three hitter, Isaac Stensland, and he's the right fielder. He fouls one off. One ball and two strikes. As the temperature starts to cool off, and this evening uh, starts to turn in the... Uh, uh, Turn into a very heavenly situation here on the baseball field. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a pop foul. I, I wonder where that ball's gonna land, but uh, didn't hit me. I was thinking it might bounce off that tree and get me. Kind of some clouds rolling in. Here comes the pitch. Pop foul again. And we'll do it one more time as it's one ball and two strikes. And it's raining baseballs here on the first base side or the third base side of uh, the field here. <coughs> well, Colton Clarahan's back and he's got him a hot dog. Yes, I do. How many hot dogs do you eat in the course of the baseball season? Uh, actually, not that many. You want me to be honest? I don't. I don't eat like any. Two balls and two strikes. I only eat like four hundred. <laughs> Here's the pitch. <laughs> 
And it's a drive, and it's deep, and it might be a gap shot. Center fielder gets over, and he can't quite get to it. Really bad communication there. I think the ball kind of dived down. It was it uh, it started hanging up there, but then it just kind of fell short. Well, they held it to a single, but the Pirates uh, once again has something cooking, and the cleanup hitter, Ryland uh, Rosick. The catcher is up. He's done an outstanding job. He's the reason why Sigourney hasn't scored in and of himself. There's the pitch. Steerike, boy, howdy. Curveball for strike one. He is, uh, now I always found the tired I was, the more, the, the better my curveball worked. Just a little slower, get more movement. Yeah, I don't know. just. Well, the slower you throw it, the more it breaks. Plus, I think it, there's a little bit of a groove that uh, that your arm needs to get into. Yeah. I threw a lot of fastballs early. I, I didn't uh, uh, really, until I second or third time through there, throw a lot of different pitches. Here's the pitch. So, uh, Another left-hander at the plate. There's the pitch. Foul ball. <coughs> so nobody's really barreling him up too well. The last batter hit him about the best. We're looking for the clear hand trucking drive of the game somewhere along this. This game somewhere. Reed Clarahan's got one of them, or Reed uh, Mullinex. Here comes the pitch. And he's, uh, after going 0-2 on him, he's back to 2-2 two two as he's worked it even. The runner at first base isn't going anywhere so far. It's like everybody's confused on what the count is. Catcher stepped out to ask time. The third base coach asked. Well, as far as I know, it's two balls and two strikes. Yep, that's right. Finally got, they got it cleared up. Throw over to the first base. He's back. What does a pitcher do to get a sense that that runner's going? What are you looking for over there? A big lead, an antsy runner. What, what are the keys? Yeah. Definitely, like you said, Nancy Ryan, you see he, he jumped forward a little bit, so. Yeah, that little late movement might be an indicator. I think he's thinking about going. Somebody called timeout there. No, I haven't seen anybody in high school pitch out. No, it's, that's a thing. Uh, it seems like a lot of people are going away from it. All right, Rich. No, he's leaning the wrong direction there. I don't think he was going. That or they don't know when they're going. Usually you want to time up a pitch out with when they, they obviously when they run, you know. But when I, I was stealing, I was looking for one thing, and I was looking for a spot in the count for the pitcher to throw a curveball. Yep. That yep. was that's the, exactly that's, that's exactly, exactly what yep. I was wanting. Here comes the pitch, oh, and the runner's going, and they may have him. Uh, but it must not have been a good exchange of the glove and hand there because uh, he didn't throw down. Three balls and two strikes. 
And the and there it is, a, a runner at scoring position with nobody out. Three balls and two strikes. I think this could be kind of a pivotal uh, pitch for how this game kind of progresses. Yeah, he's got to make this pitch here to stay on top. Here comes a pitch. Nope. And he does not stay in the strike zone. I don't know exactly what he was going for there, but it just drifted outside the, the left. Uh, well, we got another courtesy runner. Number six. Number six. Same guy. Brady Merrick. Mark Merrick. One of the two. Marek. And who's at the plate but another left-handed batter? Comes the pitch. Well, we got the cleanup, or we got the, the number five hitter and the DH, Lincoln Steinsland. Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive out to left field. The left fielder looks at it. He squeezes it. He gets it in, and he keeps the runners from advancing. Boy, those outfielders for the Sigourney Savages, they seem to do a great job of not just getting to the ball, but getting it to the to the cutoff bands and, and letting letting those stupid uh, extra bases get away. You yeah, know? yeah. You want to give it to your cutoff guy, you know. Obviously, obviously he's got a better throw. He's got a closer throw to make. So. Well, Hunter Sawyer's up. Runners at first and second. One out. And uh, Kay Clarahan's trying to get out of this inning. There's a drive to the second base, but he gets off. it. He doubled it. He did double. Oh, oh no! Stolen oh, East doesn't catch it. And now the runner's going to third, and, then, and he's able to advance. I didn't see anything wrong with that throw, did you? No, well, actually, it looked like the runner might have been right in front of Solon. Yeah, it might have so been, yeah, well. Hard throw. To, well, the, throw, the ball was probably headed right at him, and the runner got in the way and he had to move his glove around it. Or From this, I, I can't tell from well, this Well, there's angle, two outs, uh, and instead of being out of this inning, the, the beat goes on. As there's a runner at first and third. Now, this guy's probably just going to go ahead and go straight down, isn't he? And that kid slips off. Now, I would think you'd just throw down there and try to get him in this inning. Uh, but I'm more of a gambler than a lot of people. Here's the pitch. He's going. Foul ball, and he'll have to go back. And we'll never know what they were going to do. But there's uh, strike one. Well, the batter is Peyton Baker, and he's the left fielder. And I've been really pleased with the level of play that I've been seeing. I'm not sure what language the Albernet bench is playing. Perhaps they've killed a sheep or something over there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're butchering some animals. One ball and one strike, two outs. Third inning brought to you by R&B Breaks Facebook page. Here's the pitch. The runner goes. Ground ball. The second baseman was out of position. He picks it up, fires over, and it throws it away. 
And another run comes in. The second baseman was going to cover second base, and the ball was hit right exactly where he would have been standing. But something's going on. The umpires are uh, discussing something. Oh, oh it hit an Albertette ball player that was outside the dugout. I don't know. They're gonna that send everybody in, back. No, I don't know. If, and that might result in an out. I don't know. What is the rule behind that? Do you know? I, I have no clue. Oh yeah. I've never. I guess I've never seen that. To be honest. They were outside. They were outside the dugout along that way. I wonder if that run had scored before, when it hit him. Well, the coach is coming out to talk to things, and we'll be right back. Well, they talked it all over, and we're getting ready to start. The batter is uh, number 29, Nash Hampton. Another left-hander. Here comes the pitch. Strike one. The batter's haircut puts you to the mind of Jeff Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Here comes the pitch. Runner takes off. Foul ball. No ball and two strikes. Okay, let's go. Luke, come on, kid. How how many innings does has Cade pitch? Does he pitch whole games? Or? I don't know what they're gonna do here. I don't know who they have to Here's throw the pitch. Their... Ground ball to second baseman. A nice and easy play, and they squeeze it at first base, and they limit the damage again to one run. There was one more run than they probably should have gave up, but uh, they kept it uh, from being a big inning. Well, we'll be back with the bottom of the third inning. We got some baseball cards here from R&B Breaks we're giving out today. Uh, twins. Who likes the twins? She got the twins. All right, here's a, here's a fancy one. Whoa, look at that. Oh, well, uh, pick a number between one and five. Oh, a pitch to Shafronic. Hitting the left field and right. The New York Mets, go ahead and call the game. Yep, I got you. Here. First pitch, Shafronic hits a fly ball out to left field. Chicago Cubs. Outfitter side under it and call it. Cubs over there. New York Mets. Up to plate is Jake Moore. Cubs again. Back here. The Brewers. Here comes the pitch. Down the middle for strike one. All right, twins. I'm waiting for the twins. Another twins. The Reds. He likes the Reds over there. Ball hit in the center field. Line drive and caught by the center field. Guardians, Cleveland. Ball is hit really well. Mets again. I got it. I got it. He got it. And it's the last one, the Dodgers. He's going to take it. All right. We had some kids come up, got him some baseball cards. Two down cards. and up to the plate is Caden. Two down already. I missed two outs there. But two Caden, really good hit. Caden Clary hands up there. There's a, quite a bit of action. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Well, we can still get something going as Caden Clary and uh, 
trying to get things started. What happened there? Ground balls, line drives, what did we get? Two, two balls to the outfield, one to left field, and one to really good ball, hit ball to center field. One ball and no strikes. You can feel that wind cool down here. Feel well, as soon as you get a baseball card, are you going to give me one and sign it? I need a signed baseball card. Oh, yeah, I'll get you one. I, I much appreciate it. I got a great baseball card collection. Here comes the pitch. I collected a lot of them. I've got Did a whole binder and oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Back in the day when I Back in the day for me is nineteen seventy five. Not quite here. <laughs> Not got, quite here. I got all I got like you wouldn't believe how many Nolan Ryans I've got. Here comes a pitch. Ball outside. Yeah, you might have some that are worth some money. I do. You never I know. do. I've got I'm putting them into binders kind of some vintage cards all the way up to some rookies and some, you know, future stars. I've got a, uh, one put together for the Burlington Bees. Uh, I put together anyone. I've got one for all the all-stars, all the rookies. We've got the Chipper Jones rookie card. Yeah, We've quite the collection. Frank Thomas rookie card. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive! As that's Max Phillips, and he gets on base. And the Sigourney Savvy, they've got something cooking here as they've got runners at second and they're getting a two-out rally going. And Reed Mullenix, uh, he's got a little power. If he can connect, the ball will be going. Yeah. Yeah, I got Jim Plummers and Johnny Benches and Pete Roses and Carl Yastrzemski cards. Barry Bonds. All kinds of them. That's pretty sweet. I've got limited edition Barry Bonds ones. I've got about 10 or 20 autographed ones. Here comes the pitch. Curveball's a strike. My grandson just pulled the number one chase card in uh, all of Allen and Ginter. It's a uh, red uh, patch that was worn by Mike Trout. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he got That's it. That's pretty sweet. He pulled it. Yeah, and I was looking it up. That was the number one card to get. Ground ball, one of one collection. Well, it wasn't a numbered one, but if, if, if you it's on the box, it shows you the ones that you want to yeah. try and get. That was number one. Well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it's uh. Well, Reed Mullinex, he's down 0 and 2 with two strikes, but he's a home run hitter. He's got two on. Ball in the dirt, and everybody is going to advance. As uh, Max Phillips goes to second, and Caden Clarahan is over there at no. third base. No, it looks like Ike Molnix went to courtesy run for him. Oh, Ike Molnix. Yeah, Ike Molnix went over there to courtesy run for Caden. Well, Caden's catching. He's got a left to do. One ball and two strikes. Here's the win. That was a, that was a kick save and a mute on the microphone there. It pop up to the third baseman. Well, three and that's the inning. Where did that win come from? Looks like it's going to rain here soon. So, well, that's the end of the inning. That was R&B breaks. They provided those baseball cards. Alright, well, thanks. We'll stick around. We will be back with the top of the fourth inning. Well, the fourth inning is going to be brought to you by the Wayland State Bank. Here comes the batter, and it is the, the number nine hitter. Cooper Foster, he plays second base. He's done a pretty good job out there. He's got some running gloves or something in his back pocket. Oh, I was just down the line and just fouled. Oh, 
Chase is on the mound. Do you think he has uh, got any guess on how many pitches he's throwing? Um, if I were to guess, I'd definitely say around 60 maybe. Or Here's the pitch. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be around 50. 50? Well, uh, he checked his swing. They checked with the first base umpire. One ball and no strikes. Or two strikes, I mean. And it's back to two and two. Does that ball uh, had him dancing like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever up there? Here comes the pitch. Strike three. Now that was a good one. Yes, that was. He threw a ball back. inside and then he threw a fastball away to get the out. Yeah, it's all about setting the guy up. You know, uh, Tanner Waterhouse, probably a good friend of yours. Uh, I watched him pitch his first game. And, it, and he struggled, you know. And I went out to him and I says, well, son, as far as making a ball move, you make it move like, wow, I mean, that's impressive. But you have no idea where it's going right there. Yeah. So if you learn how to throw the curveball correctly and when to throw the curveball, you're going to be a hell of a pitcher. And he hasn't lost yet. And he uh, uh, just took New London down. Yep, he'll be really game. effective. Really yeah, he, he's uh, changed things. I, I worked on him and took him a palm ball. I think he swung at that one. Here comes the pitch. And it goes down. And back to back strikeouts for Chase Clarahan. But he's been here before with two quick outs. As the uh, that was uh, Braden Smith, the shortstop, who had really had a, a pretty good game hitting against him. But he set him down that time. Carson Rowe at the plate. Carson Rose. No balls in a strike. He's uh, bearing down. I think he's going to get through this inning. One, two, three. Ball upstairs. And maybe he's just trying to show him that fastball and break off a curveball or a changeup. You don't want to be too perfect as a pitcher, you know, otherwise you'll get hit up. No. How often do you throw the change-up much? Yeah, I throw quite a bit. I like to throw it about evenly with the curveball so the guy doesn't yep. know which one I'm throwing. Yep, uh, that's a very good idea. And, it, and I like to release it out of the same slot I'm throwing it out of so you don't know it's a fastball or not. Ground ball at third baseman. He gets over on it. He fires over, but it's a little late as the kid has some pretty good wheels down there. And Carson Rosa uh, uh, keeps the inning alive. Well, we have seen this before. Yep. Two quick outs and then trouble. All right, let's go. The third baseman didn't quite field it cleanly, and he would have needed to, and I'm not 100% sure if he could have got him anyway. Yeah, I'm not for sure if he would have gotten him or not, but I was looking over to the left. I wasn't quite looking to the right. Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive, but it's foul. No, no. It went a pretty good distance, but he didn't quite get a uh, – he was awful late on it. It's the fourth inning. Fourth inning brought to you by Wayland State Bank. Two outs. Runner. No balls and a strike. Time. There's a runner going. The throw down. 
Oh, and it gets away. The runner's heading to third. Ray turns around, thinks better of it as Isaac Bruns was there to back that up. And they go from two outs and nobody on to a runner at second base. And, of course, a left-handed hitter up in the person of Isaac Steinsland. Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive, and the second baseman picks his glove out. What about Brady Clark? How's he playing tonight? He's playing pretty well in the field. Well, looks like he didn't even, looks like he didn't even take a step to grab that. He just stuck his, his just, left hand out. It's like Sam on There you go. Right there. Christmas. Hold your, hold your glove out. A little ice cream right cone for you. Well, we'll be back with the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, we're ready for the bottom of the fourth inning as the Wayland State Bank presents the fourth inning. Wayland State Bank has a lot of uh, sub-locations. I know they're in Winfield. Several areas around, and they support high school sports, and they uh, help provide the coverage today. Well, Isaac Brown's the lone left-hander. He's a lefty on lefty. Curveball, he gets the, he tops it off and sits it straight back. Who on the Sigourney Savages has the potential to really be a great hitter? Mm -hmm. um, not for sure. Ball inside. I think they all do. I think they need put a little more work into it because I feel like they should have hit this pitcher by now, but I'm not for sure. I mean, all of them, you know, you can always get better. Here comes the pitch. Oh, ball. That, uh, is the name Bo Smith? Last year, that kid was a good hitter. Mullinex, uh, Reed's older brother. Here comes the pitch, one ball and two strikes, and it's a drive, and it's foul. But he really got a hold of that one. Isaac Bruns. He's... Looks like they might have some action going on in the bullpen. They do. Here's the pitch. Good eye. Some part of, part, part of playing baseball is just waiting out that good starting pitcher, isn't it? Yep. Trying to get He's into the bullpen. Just stacking up the, the pitches on him and trying to get somebody else in there. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs. And we got a three and two count. Well, uh, uh, I think it's important that Singer to get the leadoff hitter on him. Yep, I see. I, they need to get, they need to start scoring runs now rather than later. I agree with that. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. And he gets that strikeout on a little changeup off-speed pitch, and he's way out in front of it. during the Harding administration. He had a tough time during the Hoover administration. That's why he's not very tall. This country has been through a lot. But here's the pitch.
One ball, one strike, and one out. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. But boy, he's got a nice, took a nice cut at that one, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He took a nice swing at it. And here comes some more of that wind. It was very still and a mega light breeze, but now seems to be hurricane force winds. Uh, there's a swing and a miss and a high fastball, and that's two down. And I don't know how much longer he's going to be in the game, but he's making uh, making hay while the sun shines as he struck out back-to-back -back batters. You know, they went back and, and looked at – they didn't have a pitch count in the 70s, you know. Yeah. Here comes the pitch. It's a fly ball. It's out of play. They went back and looked at some of Nolan Ryan's games. 231 pitches, 241 pitches, 212 pitches. You know, like it was nothing. That's crazy. I know in college there's no there's no pitch. There's no pitch limits? No. no times. Has there anybody really run up a, a lot of pitches that you've had a few guys go up into the hundreds, you know, but it, they've taken their they've taken the right amount of rest. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul ball. McKay's at the plate. He's had some pretty good hits. He's down 0-2. Two outs, no balls, and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive! Here comes the pitch. Base hit up the middle. No way the shortstop dives. Oh, he fires oh. it. He throws it away away. Oh. <laughs> I think that ball landed in the next county somewhere. Yeah, it looked like it. It was a great effort, though. I, I, I had no... I couldn't believe he got to the ball. Could you? Yeah, I mean, no. he left his feet. I thought it was in the He gets the ball. It's just as it's, it's leaving into the outfield. That's and then just fire, just pops up and throws it as hard as he can. Would turn out to be a long ways, like a football field and a half. Brady Clark. Into the cornfield. And here he comes with there. another chance to drive in a run. No, no balls and no strikes. Two outs. Brady Clark at the plate. Ball inside. If Brady Clark was any shorter, I don't think we could see him. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. All I know is Coach Crawford can't speak highly enough. Really likes it. Two balls and no strikes. Two outs. Runner in scoring position. Any kind of hit will score him. Here's the pitch. You know, I've been pretty impressed with Alvernet's uh, infield defense, haven't you? Yeah, it looks like they've, they've played pretty good defense so far, especially in the outfield. You know. Haven't let anything drop or nothing. Here comes the pitch. Strike. Three balls and one strike. If Brady Clark and Altuve were playing basketball, would Altuve be able to dunk on him? <laughs> I don't know. I think he towered a little. 
Here comes the pitch. Strike two. The pitcher's already got two strikeouts. And he's looking to get one more. But Brady Clark. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Here's the pitch. And it's a hit. Right field. The second baseman goes out. He can't get to it. Here comes the run. Brady Clark goes to second base. And there you go. The singer, these savages have cut this lead in half. Oh, about that, huh? Yeah, it looks, like he, it looks like he just missed his glove. And the just effort from Albert Ann is unbelievable. They just go hard as they can at everything. But that little ball, Texas uh, Leaguer, a CNI ball, it just got it landed between the second baseman and right fielder. Good enough for a double and an RBI. And the Atomic, Bionic, Schifronic is at the plate. Surprised that kid last play didn't lay out for it. Here's the pitch. And it's a ground ball. The third baseman bobbles it. He picks it up. He doesn't have any place to throw. And the Sigourney Savages inning continues as Jake Moore comes up to the plate. Jake, uh, Use what energy could generate from the nuclear power plant and got on base and Sigourney has something going. And they're also, if they're nothing else, they're stack, stacking some more pitches on this starting pitcher. Right? Jake Moore at the plate. Here's the pitch, strike one. You know, Billy Idol wrote a song about uh, Jake Moore. Yeah, in the midnight hour, you want more, more, more. Must have been what he was talking about. Hard to understand, Billy Idol. There's the pitch. Strike. No balls and two strikes. Jake Moore trying to tie this game up with one swing of the bat, but he uh, hasn't got the bat off his shoulder yet. Here comes the pitch, and it's a pop straight up. Everybody's coming after it, but the first baseman squeezes it. And the inning ends, but not without the Sigourney Savages scratching another run across. Well, that's the bottom of the fourth inning. I want to thank Wayland State Bank for presenting this inning. You got any comments about this inning? No, no, not really, besides you need, it'd be nice to get more than one run. Well, Brady Clark got you two out hit, and that's what it takes to win games. It's two to one. Well, Sigourney uh, Savages have changed uh, changed company. The Lincoln Power Company is in. He's looking pretty good out there. I'm liking the way he's warming up. What do you think? Yep, yeah, thanks. I think he throws a lot of strikes and gets on top of the hitters. Well, I hope he handy. likes pitching to left-handed hitters because that's all there is in the lineup here. It's like you got to face two to start it off. Ryland Rorzik or Dorzik, one of the two. Rosick. Rosick? Yeah, Rosick. Ryland Rosick is up and he looks to be a pretty dang good hitter. Here comes the pitch. Steve right. Wow. Now is he an eighth grader too or a freshman? Or what? He's, he's gonna be a freshman. He'll be a freshman. He's going to be a freshman. Yep. Sometime in the future. Here comes a pitch. Months from now, I'm assuming. In August. 
Here comes the pitch. Ooh, that looks like a pretty good pitch there. Good pitch. Ball inside. Yeah, it looks like it's a pretty good pitch though. Two balls and no strikes, or two balls and one strike. Two balls and two strikes, check that. He doesn't take any time. He just grips it and rips it up there, doesn't he? Yep. Well, this is the cleanup hitter for the Pirates. You think you'd have those Pittsburgh Pirate uniforms with black and the gold trim. Here's the pitch. Ground ball right in between the shortstop and the third baseman. What Tony Gwynn called the 5.5 hole. And uh, Tony Gwynn didn't strike out a whole lot. Tony Gwynn, you know, like maybe in a season if he had 600 bats, maybe 33 times. Yeah, he, he didn't. He never struck maybe out. Maybe like 150 times in a career. Yeah, he. <laughs> Here comes the pitch. Just don't make them like Tony Gwynn anymore. Nope. Everybody's about trying to hit home runs now. Or I met his son, Tony Gwynn Jr. He signed an autograph for me. Here comes the pitch. He was playing on the same team with Prince Fielder. Yep. Yeah. A, Prince uh, Fielder, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. He is a home run hitter from Lincoln Stein was up. Here's the pitch. Oh, the throw over. They almost get him. One ball and one strike to Lincoln Steinsland. He's the DH. And one of the. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. That was a good high fastball. It's hard to get a guy. They used to call those things staircase strikeouts. You just keep throwing higher and higher and higher. Just work your way up. Here comes the pitch. Runner goes. It's a foul ball down that the line. That might be fair. They might be able to get underneath That's it. That's a fair ball. Oh, it is a fair ball. It must have landed. And it's a double. And runners at second and third and nobody out. Kind of like a slap swing there. Hit just, just runner went and he kind of slapped it into left field. I'm not thinking the pitcher's doing a lot wrong here. But yeah, sometimes you do that. You know what I mean? That ball Nash Smith hit last night might have landed in the football field. You know what I'm saying? There you go. He's right. Who was the best player you've ever played against? Oh, I don't know. That's that's tough. That's a really, really, really tough question. Well, actually, I can say that Tommy Specs, he was from Dubuque Waller, I believe. He's he was drafted in the sixth round of the draft this last year, and I actually struck him out in spring ball. So and he's, well, he he's, he's down. He's, yeah, he's, he plays for the Rangers now, and he's been tearing it up. He's been playing really well, supposedly. I've been seeing on Twitter. Uh, that's probably the. Best Got a courtesy runner coming in, uh, number 18. And it is Larkin Caves. Lakin Caves. You got a lake and a Lakin on the team. Well, it was Lake last night. 
Who was that at the plate here? Hunter Sawyer, he's a third baseman. No balls in the strike. Runners at second and third and nobody out in this two-to-one game. The game's been Nick and Tuck all the way. We're in the fifth inning. The fifth inning is brought to you by Elsie's Kitchen.net. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Elsie's Kitchen's out of Compicon. They have all the dry ingredients for dips and soups, meatballs, cheesecakes, desserts, all kinds of stuff for pies. Ball in the dirt. It's a good walk on the plate. Another good job by Caden Clarion back there. Three balls and a strike, and we are uh, at a critical pitch here, aren't we? Yeah, you really got to make this pitch here. You're not wanting to load the bases. No, you definitely do not want to load the bases. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss, and he really got one in there. Well, he was way out in front of that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was uh, looking for one thing and got another. Three balls, two strikes, no outs, runners at second and third. Here's the pitch. Strike three! Holy cow! Who's this kid pitching the power company? <laughs> yeah, Threw a curveball in there. And Lincoln like really Power Company. The company's his defense. But he said your your bill is late and your lights are out. One out, number 11 is that. Good curveball there. And this is uh, Peyton Baker. He's the left fielder. He's looking to get a couple RBIs and stretch this lead out. Here's the pitch. It's a, he lays down for a bunt. They got the runner cut off, but then nobody was covering third because the third baseman was charging to cover the bunt. But they had him strung halfway down the line. That was good. Now, when you see a guy squaring the bunt, where do you like to put the ball? Uh, as long as my defense is ready, I'll just let him hit it. But if they're not, if they're not ready to hit it, you know, you kind of don't want to put it in a spot where they can make a really good play. Usually, it's usually somewhere up in the zone. Yeah, I like so to throw it up because it's a lot harder to. And when you get the ball down low, their half their job's already done for. Yep, you know, to try to get the ball up, they have to go up know. and get it. Or well, I was really good at bunting. I had seven different bunts. Slap bunts, delayed bunts, bunts to the third baseline, bunts to give myself up. Here's the pitch. Ball four. And the bases are loaded. And he's going to have to bear down. The ground ball will still get him out of this inning. And I believe we've got Nash Hampton, the first baseman, is up. Now, pretty sweet to get him. struck out last time. Timeout. Well, Coach Crawford's going to talk it over, and we'll be right back. Well, Nash Hamilton steps into the plate with the bases loaded and one out. Uh, Coach Crawford has talked it over with the pitcher. I'm always never sure what the coach is supposed to say out there. Here's the pitch. Strike. Well, whatever he told him worked, because that's strike one. Oh, that's ball one. Ball, ball one. Looks pretty good. Here comes the pitch. It's in the left field. Reed might get there. Up. He catches it. The runner's tagging up and going. Or no, he might. There might be a play at third. There's not. Did he even catch it? Is my, my question. I don't even know. Doesn't look like he did because the runners are. No, they didn't even tag safe. up or nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did catch it. We can't see down the left field line here, so we're a little disadvantaged. Yeah. Uh, that and the fact that I didn't get a very good education. What? Oh, yeah. Well, I got a good education. I just didn't utilize it. It's like number six. What's going on? Why is there a runner on there if the guy was out? No, he didn't catch it. Oh, yeah, he didn't catch it, but I don't know if they, they're, it looks like they're going to courtesy run for him. Yeah, number 17, that's my number. Number 17, Cody Clarahan comes in. No. I mean, Cody <laughs> uh, Half the team's pinch run in this game. Well, they got one in, and it's three to one with two outs. And uh, the number nine hitter, Cooper Foster, is at the plate. Here comes the pitch. Ball. I do think that uh, uh, Al Burnett will bring a different pitcher out for the next inning. At least that's what I'm thinking. They had two guys down there warming up, so I'd assume that they would. Here comes the pitch, and it's a bunt, and he fouls it off. Good spot for a curveball there. Hard pitch to a bunt. Third base, we take more. Get a sprint with the uh, runner. You know who the greatest bunter in the history of Major League Baseball was? Ricky Henderson? I don't know. Rod, Rod Carew. Here's the pitch. Ricky Henderson. I love that guy. He's got, got so many bases. I got 18 Ricky Henderson baseball cards. <laughs> yeah. I trade all my football cards for baseball cards. Yeah. I didn't care about any of those sports. Here's the pitch. Pop foul. And King right. or Colton Clarahan <laughs> with the good hands, people. Look at that. That play brought you by State Farm Insurance. Yeah, I was like, I got a chance to catch that. Those things right there. If you're looking for any insurance, you can get a hold of That's Colton now. Clarahan. Yeah, we'll take that. Because he is part of the good hands, people. You're in good hands yep, with Colton you're... Clarahan. Uh, here comes a pitch, and I just felt a drop of rain. And he is working his way out of it. If they can just get out of this just one run, I think that'd be amazing. Yep, I, that's definitely a win. But the top of the order is back up. And, uh, and this person of Braden Speed, now he, he struck out last time, but he's had a pretty good game. Now, what, what about a batter, you know, four or five bats into the game? He's really starting to get adjusted, isn't he? Yeah, he should get adjusted. You know, I, you're not seeing the same pitcher. You just got to make sure you you see it well in the dugout and make sure you're locked in to hit it. So. There's the pitch. Wow, that was a good pitch. But ball one. One ball and one strike. Here comes the pitch. Fly ball deep. And it's back there. Here comes the left hitter. He can't quite get to it. One run is in. Two runs are in. Everybody else is held up. The runner's kind of dangling around up between second and third, but they stopped him. Well, that was a pretty good hit. That was a timely hit. I think it's five runs. Now, is it? I'm not for sure. I think it's only four. It was two to one. They just scored two. Pitch. Ball. Strike. I have no idea anymore. But this is Carson Rose. Let's go, defense. Step up. You're right. Five to one. Yep. Called it. Uh, 
I was paying attention. Yep. Here's the pitch. Ball in the dirt and it gets away and the runners are going to move up. The Savages have, in every single run that's come across, they've had two outs and some didn't you go their yep, way. You are right. Yeah, it, you seems know, like, it seems like every run they've given up is... They, they, they could have given up no runs. Looks like they've, got, they've let people get on or there's been two outs and they've scored. Or, yeah, it's you have to get that third out and really get, stop the big inning. Here comes a pitch. Ball in the dirt. And this is a pretty long half inning here. Hey, you're all right, kid. Here we go. Fifth inning brought to you by Elsie'sKitchen.net. Check out their website. They've got, I don't think anything over $5. Most of it's $3. Why mix up all the ingredients yourself? And you can just get it from them. And just get out some sour cream. You got some people over, mix it up. You got some dip. Here's the pitch. Wow. Good catch. Wow, that looks really good to be a ball. Well, uh, he's using the 1800 rules. His dad uh, actually got a uh, Congressional Medal of Honor for his service in the Civil War. Here comes the pitch. I guess that's a strike. I just wait until he says it and we'll just report what he says. No balls in the strike. And another left-handed hitter is at the plate. And it is Isaac Stensland. He's the number three hitter and he's the DH tonight. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Hey, finish, finish. Let's go, kid. Really need, a, really need a strike here. Two balls, one strike. Three balls and a strike. And I don't know. If I was coaching, I'd take this guy out. Yeah, let's say he's kind of struggling here. This might be his last batter. Or... Looks like the, the umbrellas are out over there. Those guys must have read the forecast before they came here. Ball four, and that walks in a run. And to me, that's my measuring stick. When you start walking runs in, I, I gotta find somebody else. Yep, looks you called it. I think it's like yeah. they might get a Shafronic. Well not for sure yet. Well Shafronic is available. He's been loosening up. Well, we'll be right back. Well, Ty Shafronic is in, and he is gonna face the cleanup hitter, Rylan Zor. Zorick. He's a lefty, believe it or not. Here comes a pitch. Steve Reich, and boy, he's bringing the heat. That's the fastest pitch I've seen all night. There's a hit drive back to the pitcher. Jephronic runs it over, tosses it to Yates, and the inning is over, and that's exactly what Sigourney needed as the Bionic Shafronic delivers. Well, Aiden McGraw is still out there. Uh, my guest tonight is Colton Clarahan, fresh off of taking the Southeast Iowa Blackhawks single-handedly to the uh, National Championship game in junior college. Caden Clarahan. This is the right batter you want to start an inning off, isn't it? So he's a sophomore this year, right? 
He's going to be a junior. Yep, yep. Sophomore going to be a junior. Here comes the pitch. So he's got two more years of eligibility left. Ball one. Here comes the pitch. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, if I had a kid that wanted to play baseball, I would be forced to move to Sigourney so Coach Crawford could coach him. Yeah. Because I just think he's hands down the best that there is. Here's the pitch. And it's a hit. Ah, oh, foul. One ball and one strike on Caden Clarion. He's got three home runs and a boatload of RBIs. He's been swinging it well. He just gets he's really early on the pitchers that don't He's a fastball hitter, yep. isn't he? He just yep. grinds for them fastballs. Here comes the pitch. There was a pitcher named Tag McGraw. And uh, had a one-night affair with the waitress. It produced a, a, a young man known as Tim McGraw. He did. A strike. He, swing, uh, he strikes out looking at a curveball. Two balls and two strikes. One out. Max Phillips comes up to the plate. He's had a good season and a pretty good game today. Come Max. Here he comes. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive. Pop fly. Pop fly. The second baseman's coming running in. The first baseman comes in and drop it. And Max, who had just thought it, he caught it and stopped, had to lay out to get to first base. Like he's on. his glove over and it just popped right out of the ball. That's what it looks like from here. And I think that's the third time Max has been on today. Well, Reed Molinex is up with one out and a runner at first base. Sigourney trying to scratch in some more runs and get a little closer. He's running, and it's a foul ball. He had a good jump. I think he should have just taken that pitch and let him get down there. But it's hard. Yeah, it's it was, hard it was a do, pretty it? It was close. Pitch that was pretty close to the strike zone, but I still think that. <coughs> There's a Still lot of things I take, yeah. but a pitch ain't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not one in the strike zone, that's for certain. Here comes the pitch, ball upstairs. So do the pitchers have no hits hitting at all in college? Yeah, they, they have a universal DH for all the pitchers. So. But are there any pitchers that are capable of hitting? No, not that I know. I've We haven't faced a team that has yet. See, I liked it before the DH a lot. Pitchers used to be athletes. I don't I don't know. I, I still wish the pitchers In fact, there's I one team that said athletes right on the front of their shirt. There's the pitch. I still wish the pitchers would hit, to be honest. I agree. I, I wish they did. I just like the whole strategy of the game, you know. Yeah, yeah. You no, might I have agree. to take a pitcher out because you got to pinch hit for him, and it changes the dynamic, and and uh, that might cause you to change your whole lineup. You may have to bring in a – Plus, there's some pitchers that could actually hit. I mean, it's kind of cool to see a pitcher. There's a guy named Bill Spaceman Lee. He was a really good hitting pitcher. But it ain't that bad for the pitcher to have that one soft spot in the lineup, too, you know. Yeah. Reed Molinex, power extraordinaire. You got nuclear power. You got Lincoln power. 
It's all kinds of power. Okay, clear hand power. We're still looking for the clear hand tracking drive of the game. Which I'm not 100% sure who has that right now. Maybe it is yet to be. Here comes the pitch. Pop fly. Looks like it's going to go out of play though. And it does. Well, so far, who hit that? Who hit that ball to right field in between the second baseman and the right fielder for us? That could be your drive of the game. Well, so far, you, it could be anybody you decide. Since you've been, uh, I can't remember. Gracious to sit with me, I'm going to give that responsibility to you. Hopefully, nice you can give it to Coach Crawford if you want to. I don't. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt, and it gets away. Nope, he's out at first. And there's a runner at first base. Can't do that with a runner at first base when you strike out. He's out. Oh, maybe a foul ball. What was the foul ball? Well, <laughs> the umpire sent stuff in with Morris code because he's not familiar with throwing. <laughs> They can call that a now. I don't know what happened there. There's a lot of confusion. The umpire hasn't been able to see that distance since 1952. <laughs> so it's anybody's guess what exactly happened. Here comes a pitch. Ball upstairs. There's a bunt. No, the bitch oh, yeah. gets by and the runner gets down to second base. And then with two outs, Max Phillips, I believe, is down there at second. Two balls and no strikes, two outs on tons of fun. Isaac Bruns. Isaac Bruns looking for the clear hand trucking drive of the game right here and now. I guess that's Reed Mullinick down there, isn't it? He might have the nope. drive of the game, huh? Well, that was a pretty good hit. Yeah, that was a pretty good hit. But that's up to you. Yeah, I'm in looking, I'm looking in, for a ball. In lieu of a paycheck. I'm looking for a hit and a ball. Here's the, the pitch. Strike. A little fake bunt on 3 0. Scotty Melvin's doing a show about training and nutrition and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of working out for beginners and how to get started eating right. Here's the pitch. I was listening to it last week and they started talking about ice cream and I shut it off and went down and got some ice cream. <laughs> I don't know if that was their intended, but. Uh... <laughs> you like ice cream, do you? Yeah, I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I like it a lot too. Some cookie dough and cookies and cream. Those are my two. Those are my go-to. Here comes the pitch. 
It's a drive. Back. Out in center field. He camps underneath and he gets that one too. And that is that for that. Well, we'll be right back with the sixth inning. Well, we are in the sixth inning. Uh, Ty Shapronic is still in. Uh, he came in with the bases loaded and got a strikeout to end that inning. And here he starts the sixth. The pitch. Sixth inning brought to you by Leo's Rip. It's a show on uh, YouTube. On Round Guy Radio Live. You guys are listening to me, and you can subscribe to Round Guy Radio Live. We get to a thousand subscribers, we can go live on YouTube at High School Sports. Here comes a pitch, ground ball to the second baseman. Brady Clark snags it up, fires it over, and there's one out. And Tasha Froning is uh, uh, making short work out of the Albernet Pirates, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And Brady Clark making another good play. I mean, those plays will add up, and it's a good thing that he's making. Well, that was Lincoln Steinland, the DH, and we have Hunter Sawyer, the third baseman, up. How many subscribers do you have? Oh, it's not that many. People really don't do what I ask them to very well. Here's the pitch. They got a dart, ain't listening to me for 30 years. There's the pitch. Down ball to first base. One, another quick out, just like that. Chifronic is on, on, on autopilot. You know what the cleanest form of energy is on Earth? Nuclear energy. But the environmentalists don't like it, so we can't have it. Oh, yeah. Time out here. Well, I think the coach might be seeing a little something in the... How deep the third base is playing, and he's in on the grass now. And again, this is uh, Peyton Baker's at the plate. Here comes a pitch. Foul ball. He was late on that one. Well, what's your front got going on that's got these hitters kind of off balance? And He does throw a little harder than what the... He just throw pretty hard. He's throwing a lot harder than anybody else's pitch today. No, I don't, I, you just attack and throw lots of strikes. And, you know, you'll get hitters out and throw lots of strikes. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. As I say, that ball's thrown, but you get the point. <laughs> one ball and one strike, two outs. Peyton Baker at the plate for Al Burnett. Boy, Al Burnett had one heck of a football team. Here's the pitch. What was wrong with that? I don't know. The Empire's about as spry as a statue back there. He lost his last bit of cartilage in 1966. Here comes the pitch. Ground ball to Brady Clark, and that inning is over. How about that? Well, the Albernet Pirates have brought in Xander Obert to pitch. Uh, he's going to have to hold down uh, uh, Sigourney and get these last six outs as they're down six to one. But we'll see how they do with this new one. McKay's at the plate here. And his, his hitting's been coming up a little bit. That's a drive. It's back. The left fielder, the center fielder, Chase. And, in, and the center fielder gets it. But that's a good start to the inning. 
<laughs> Brady Clark, Mr. RBI. This is the story of a man named Brady. He was bringing up three kids of his own. Here comes the pitch. Unfazed by that. About hit him. Didn't even, didn't even move. Here comes the pitch. Ground ball! Third baseman. And Brady Clark gets it going. The umpire's hoping this game gets over. He's going to miss gun smoke on the radio. Shifronic, the chance to get in there. He's, got, he's trying to bunt, but it's just a <coughs> ball goes down, and I don't know how he gets down there, but he's, Brady Clark slides in safe. The ball was ahead of him. I don't know. Looks like he just, just no dead. Says just no tag. No tag. No tag. The ball definitely beat him there, though. That was actually a really good throw by the catcher. Timeout. The umpire at second base is about 60 years younger than the home plate umpire, and he seems to be close to retirement. Shafronic, <laughs> no balls in the strike, one out, runner at second base. If he can get on, then the Savages might have something going here. Here comes a pitch. It's a drive up the middle. The shortstop gets underneath and he fires it over and they get him at first, but it moves the runner to third base as Brady Clark is 90 feet away. Good play by the shortstop. The, their infield defense has been pretty good. Well, Jake Moore has uh, all the Sigourney Savages hopes in his hands as he steps into the batter's box here. Here comes the pitch. It's a fly ball. It drops. And Brady Clark gets in, and that is exactly. They need to scratch something in in the sixth inning, don't they? Yep. And actually, them attack on like four more, four or five more. Well, Caden Clarehan is the man who could get something going here. He doesn't have the best line at the plate, but uh, it just takes the one hit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, keep the inning going and making sure the bats are hot. The, the starting pitcher for uh, McGraw. Tim McGraw's son. Uh, he didn't have a lot of speed or nothing. There's a hit. It is a line drive down the third base line. The runners are, are being held up, but there is exactly what we were looking for. That didn't take long. One pitch. And, uh, a good one and just and, uh, single down the line. And Max Phillips comes up to the plate. Reed Molnix might uh, be able to tie this game up. Well, he's on deck here. Max Phillips. Max Phillips. Maximum Phillips at the Phillips station here. Here comes the pitch. Oh, up, down. Max Phillips, the senior. I think he provides a lot of leadership for the Savages. Here in the bottom of the sixth inning with two outs and runners at the corners. 
Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive, and it's deep. And the left fielder gets it, he's standing out there, and hits it right to him. He just pops his glove out and squeezes it, and that's all she wrote. But Brady Clark brings in a, a run. No, Jake Moore. Well, Jake Moore drove Jake in the run, but it was Brady, yeah, yep. Brady uh, Clark that scored it. And uh, so Brady Clark has one RBI and one run scored, and a nice – who was it? Uh, Jake Moore got the RBI, right? Yeah. Well, some timely hitting. And uh, uh, one run scratched in here. And we'll be right back with the final inning. Well, the seventh inning is brought to you by uh, McDonald's Boneyard in Kyoto, Iowa. <laughs> McDonald's Boneyard uh, really supports the Kyoto Eagles and all the sports in uh, southeast Iowa. And we wish all the high school athletes the best. Here comes the pitch. Is Shafronic still on the mound? Strike one. That's Noah Hamilton. Nash Hamilton comes up to the plate. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. There's the windup in the pitch. Swing and a miss. And that is, how about Ty Shafronic? I haven't seen him pitch this good uh, all season long. Yeah, no, I think oh, he pitched pretty well at Walton when they played. I believe that was the first yeah, game I, of the I year. Didn't see and then, it, I guess, but, uh, I've seen him pitch. He comes in in these kind of spots to come in and, and shut down Kyoto. Uh, uh, but he didn't look as good as he's looking right here. Yeah, he's looking pretty good tonight. I'm not going to lie. Here comes the pitch. Strike one. Boy, that's, that's, I'll tell you what. He's 10 or 15 miles an hour faster than the next guy in this game tonight. Number 23 is up, and that is uh, Cooper Foster. He's a number nine hitter. Here comes the pitch. Strike right in there. Here comes the pitch. Strike right on in there. And that is strike three. And the umpire got uh, an angry look towards the home plate or towards the Albertette dugout. And uh, he must have struck the fear of God into him there. Here comes one. They're not sure if he's the umpire or the Grim Reaper. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside looked like it hit him, but maybe not. You know, the umpire and his best friend were talking, and they both loved baseball so much, and his best friend was on his deathbed. And he says, can you figure out some way to tell me where there's baseball in heaven? Here comes the pitch. Ball three, three balls and no strikes. So the guy went ahead and passed out. Two days later, his friend appeared to the umpire in a dream. And he said, uh, he says, well, I got good news and bad news. He said, what's the good news? He said, well, the good news is there's definitely baseball in heaven. Here comes the pitch, strike. So what's the bad news? He says, the bad news is you're pitching on Wednesday. 
That was the only actual joke I told all night. It failed. <laughs> Here comes the pitch. Strike one. Strike two. Strike two. Three balls and two strikes. Two outs. Tysha Fry looking to uh, put an end to the Albernet Bass here in the top of the seventh inning. Here comes the pitch. And it's a hit. It's a fly ball. And they're getting on their horse. And that is up against the wall. Fair ball. Max Phillips has it. He hits the cutoff, man. They're going to third. They might have him. A good throw gets him. And that's it. Wow! How about that, Colton Clarehan? Yeah, that was, that was a really good play, really good relay, and they put the tag on by Jake. Kind of reminded me of the of the Blackhawks there in the state championship drive. Yep. That's how we got to play. All right. Well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen before the next three outs are over, as Sigourney's coming back to try and drive in some more runs and get this game tied up. Well, the seventh inning is, is brought to you by McDonald's Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa. If you've got any scrap, they're the best place to bring it. But there we're looking at the Signory Savages. We're going to find if they got any scrap left in them. Yep. As Reed Mullinick steps up to the plate. Here's the pitch to drive down the line. That kid uh, uh, just uh, uh, hit that. Almost triple. He yeah. might have had the drive of the game. Number 13, know. Braden Smith for them. Braden Smith's had a pretty good game, and he wouldn't be the worst uh, pick for the Calera Hand Truck and Drive of the game. But Reed Molinex is uh, trying to put a bid in for it right here and now. One ball and no strikes as the seventh inning is underway. Here comes the pitch. Shot at a mile. High ball, here. deep to left. The left fielder camps underneath it, squeezes it, and there's one out. And the Sigourney Savages are down to two outs. As tons of fun, tons of fun, Isaac Bruns. Comes up to the plate. Isaac Bruns, the lone left-hander for Sigourney. Because all the Sigourneys in Iowa are playing for Albernet, except for Bruns and Nash Smith. Ball upstairs, 6-2, to two, seventh inning, one out. Ball looks it over, it's a little low. It's like they gave up on the scoreboard. Nothing quite on there. Yeah, I think they lost the scoreboard. Center, person, thing. Yeah, Foul ball. Well, I'll keep you abreast as much as I can. There's some amount of balls and strikes. Two, uh, I think it's 2-1 two, and one out. Two, one, Colton Clarehan with the focus of a young man. Yeah, I thought so. I can't remember. My, my, my mind's a little drifting. Here's the pitch. Ooh. Oh, man, the umpire takes it right off the face. He lived through the polio crisis, and he got through that one, too. Scarlet fever, all kinds of stuff. When coronavirus came around, he said, there's like 13 shit, but worse than this in my lifetime. Let's go, Isaac. 
Here comes the... He sets, he pitches, and it's a drive, and that might be out of here, folks. It's back, it's back, it's back, and it's off the wall. And that just might very well be the Clara Hansen drive of the game. Yep, so far that's it right there. That was off the fence, another five feet, and it would have been out. I thought it had a chance. What did you think? Right away, I thought it looked really good. And then I don't know if it just caught up a little bit or looks like, huh? I'm trying to see the wind here, and it. I don't know if it was pushing up against it or quiet or I don't know. Maybe just, maybe just short. But he's a second base, and that's going to be good enough for now. Solon Yates. He's hit the ball pretty well. He's usually DH for, but he's in this game swinging away. That's a ball right there. Yeah. Yeah. just hands and hesitated for a minute. Well, Alburnett's trying to finish this off, but Signy's make it tough on him. Here comes a pitch. Strike right in there. Ooh. Pretty tough strike call right there. Probably close, but. Solon Yates has the strike zone of a school bus up there. Here comes the pitch. Right. You ever watch soccer? Can't, I don't really watch a whole lot. The goal is the size of a damn school bus, and yet nobody can get it in there. It's like the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive, and this might be out of there. Back, back, back at the wall, they catch it. Oh, my gosh. They are barreling the ball up this inning, aren't they? Yeah, it's like we're barreling it up a little too late. Well, there's two outs now, and everything depends on McKay. But he seems like he's delivered for us a, a, a time or two tonight. He's, he's put the ball in play, I think, almost every at bat. So, I, I mean, he's, I don't know, he's been hitting He's a player well. that I think has really kind of uh, elevated his play as the season's gone on. I think this is his first time hitting. One of his, maybe his second time hitting all year. So he's a pitch. Well, he's, he's been in every game that I've, I've covered. But he's been DH'd for. No, usually sure. it's Solon Yates every time that I've been as, as DH'd until today. But it uh, uh, looks like he can hit to me. Yeah, he, he's been putting the ball. Here comes the pitch. Pop. It, it might be out of play. They're chasing it, and it is. And no balls and two strikes as Albernack tries to close this game down and get a win. There's a long bus ride here. If they blow it at this late point, it'll be a longer bus ride back. <laughs> Timeout. McKay steps out of the box. Here comes a pitch. Foul ball, and Jake Moore extends it for one more. It must be the midnight hour. Oh, it's McKay. Yeah, it's McKay. I'll have to come up with a different song for that. See if McKay can extend this here. McKay. The pitch. Ball outside. Two balls. Or one ball. To, you know, I don't know. The scoreboard, I can't keep up with what it's doing. There it is. One ball and two strikes. 
Here comes the pitch. It's a drive, and I think it. The right fielder's coming in, coming in hard, and he got it, and that is the ball game. Well, who hit that double down the, uh, off the wall there? Bruns. Isaac Bruns with the Clara Hand Trucking uh, drive. drive of the game. And uh, I'll figure out who the player of the game is in uh, just a minute. Well, Aiden McGraw, uh, the starting pitcher for the Albernet Pirates, I think he did enough to win this game uh, pretty much single-handedly. Yeah, he five complete innings, uh, uh, gave up one run. I'm not even sure if that was earned or not. I think it wasn't earned. Yeah. Uh, nice yeah, I think Caden hit that ball down the line. That's how they scored. Or Brady Clark had a great game. Yep, Brady Clark uh, played a good good game in the field. And Caden Clarahan had a nice uh, drive down the third baseline. But that's it for tonight here. Uh, we want to thank uh, McDonald's Boneyard. We want to thank Clarahan Trucking. We want to thank R&B Breaks Facebook page. I want to thank... Uh, B&B uh, &B Propane, Wayland State Bank, and the Packwood Locker for bringing this. And most of all, I'd like to thank Colton Clarahan for being with me and my color guy tonight. Uh, uh, after tonight, Andy McGuire and Scotty uh, Melvin are fired. Yeah. They, no, I got a lot of respect for those keep, guys. They, they can't keep up with you. No, they can They can still have their jobs. I'm oh. not going to kick them out. All right. Well, you guys got a reprieve if you're listening. All right. Well, that's all there is for the ball game here in Sigourney tonight.